I'm Dinah Harris, director of the Jackson Madison County Library in Jackson, Tennessee, and you're listening to our podcast, Opening Doors. To begin today's podcast, I would like to explain to you why we chose Opening Doors as the title of our podcast. It goes back to a couple of years ago when we were brainstorming, trying to figure out how to describe the library in just two or three words that would help people to realize that the 21st century library is not one of just dusty old books. It's vibrant, it's alive, it involves technology, it involves programs and services. So when we were thinking about all of these things, we realized that the one thing that all of these things had in common was that they open doors for people. They create a way for people to have access to information, technology, knowledge, access different ways through books, through technology, and through talking to other people. And all of that opens doors for people. So that's how we came up with opening doors as our, as our logo. Now, for today's broadcast, we are going to play an interview that Jency Spradling, my adult services librarian and PR person, um, conducted yesterday with me. And she was asking me questions about our reopening that we plan to have on Monday, June the 15th. It will be a partial reopening. And we'd like to play this little audio of that interview. And when it's over, if you have any questions, please feel free to call the library at 425-8600 and we'll be glad to answer anything that you feel you still have questions about. And thanks for listening. Okay, Dinah, I'm going to interview you and ask you some questions as director of our library to sort of explain to people our reopening plan, where we are, where we're going, what our patrons can expect, the services we're offering, and that sort of thing. Okay. All right, so the first question people will have is when are we going to open our doors and let people come into the building? All right, so as of right now, our plans are to open a partial opening or a soft opening, whatever you want to call it, on Monday, June the 15th. But now what we're going to do is we're still going to have a partial curbside service and then we will have set hours that we're actually open. Right. So on at let me start by saying our North Branch location will remain a curbside pickup only because a limited number of staff and also just the layout of the building and everything nobody extra to do health screenings and all we're just going to let them stay as curbside for a couple more weeks and then our downtown location we will actually have a greeter that will unlock the door and let you in the door and then while you're there in the foyer they will do a health screening take your temperature with a thermal thermometer and just ask you a couple of basic questions like are you symptomatic have you been in contact with anybody that has the coronavirus just like four or five little questions if you pass the health screening then you will tell the greeter what part of the library you would like to go in because I know that sounds it might sound a little picky but it's really not we have you know, our Tennessee room is an enclosed room. Our teen room is an enclosed room. <clears throat> our computer lab normally has 30 computers. And in order to social distance between them six feet, we're only going to have nine computers available. So we don't want to just, like, open the doors and let everybody in and not be able 
you know, to do our social distancing like we need to do. So the greeter will, after the health screening, the greeter will ask you where you want to go in the library. She'll go over the guidelines for that area. Um, the whole building will have the guideline mm -hmm. of you've got to have a mask on. So um, that's how we're kind of going to handle it. That's going to be from 12 to 6, Monday right. through Thursday, 12 to 5 on Friday. We will continue to do curbside downtown from 9 till 12, Monday through Friday, and all day on Saturday. So it's going to be a hybrid mm -hmm. curbside and then open some hours as well. Okay. So <clears throat> just to recap, mm -hmm. mornings, main library, curbside only. Right. Afternoons come into the building at the main library. North Branch still curbside right. for their operating hours. Mm -hmm. And then Saturdays the main library is curbside only, so you can't come into the building. Right. And you said everyone that comes in once you get through the health screening will wear a face covering. That's correct. While they're in the building. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how is the library going to be set up a little bit different? Because, you know, we've got tables and chairs right. and things yeah. like that. Thank you for asking that question <laughs> because there is going to be a difference there. Um, we d we're, we've taken out all the chairs for now. The only chairs that are allowed to be, you know, to sit in will be at the computer stations um, because right now we don't need, you know, a lot of people congregating in the library. We want you in here, but right now we, you know, the numbers are still rising in Madison County and we just want to keep it under control. We don't want to be a place where there's so many people congregating that um, that the library is a place that it spreads. So we're going to take out all the seating. There'll be no loitering, no um, lingering. You can come in, do your business, you know, browse the collection, choose your own books. We'll check them out, or you can use a computer. But no sitting anywhere and doing research for right now. And I know. You know, that's not the way we want it to be long term. So we'll be reevaluating in two weeks and determining at that point mm -hmm. whether we need to continue that or go the next step. Right. And it will just, you know, largely be dependent on how the numbers continue to grow in, in Madison County and, and the orders that are given. Yeah. So I, you've talked about kind of mm -hmm. the differences. Another thing that for browsing, a lot of parents like to bring their children in right. so mm -hmm. if you've got children and you're a parent and you usually came in here and let the kids do some stuff while you browsed what would right. be your recommendation based on some of the changes in the children's area yeah I mean my recommendation would be at this time not to bring your children with you if you can help it now we know that sometimes you can't help it you don't have anybody to help you and in order for you to come and pick out books the children will need to be with you but you know, my main recommendation at this time would be not to bring them with you if you can help it because we're not going to have any seats in the children's area. They will not be able to use the electronic devices in that area, the computers, the iPads. Um, there will be no chairs for them to sit in. and No you know, toys. No toys out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No toys out for them to play with. So, you know, it's going to be kind of hard for them if you are browsing the collection and trying to choose you know they have to stay in that area and there's not going to be anything for them to do really other than uh, maybe sit on the floor and and look at a book while you're choosing I mean that would be my recommendation if you do have to bring them but you know for right now it's a soft opening we've got to do this slowly to make sure we do it right 
and we more than anybody want to we'd love to just throw the doors open and right. say let's go back to the way we were absolutely <laughs> but honestly i don't know if we ever will go back totally to the way we were because we're going to be so much more mindful now of um, of spacing and mm -hmm. and just the way we spread germs <laughs> absolutely and you know doing the things we can to stop that but um yeah and children mm -hmm. another reason for the children is if they're under two they don't have to wear a face cover is that correct correct and then mm -hmm. if they're over two they will need then to they have will one need on. to have mm -hmm. one well, what if mm -hmm. someone doesn't have a face covering and yeah. I, I would say most people right now right. have one right. but what what if they don't well you won't be allowed to come in without a face covering so i would recommend bringing one with you now we we want y'all in the library right okay my whole staff i have the most wonderful staff in the world i believe and we are trying to think of ways to help accommodate and we've actually been making some masks out of paper towels yeah. and yeah rubber yeah. bands so we're going to have a few of those made up but we won't, you know, I don't want you to count on that. Right. Because if we have a lot of people coming in and we go through them, we may not have time to catch up right. on making them. So, you know, we are going to try to, oh, and we do have the mask from the health department. That was cleared. I oh, heard, did they? Yes. Okay. The, the health department cleared it on their broadcast yesterday. So we do have those. Okay, that's now, good. Now, some people don't want to use those. So I do want to put that out there because uh, there, there is a chemical they set on them that, but according to the research that was was put out, it will not hurt you. But some people are allergic to it. I know one person told me they put one on and, and their face kind of broke out. So I just want that to be mm -hmm. out there because I don't want you to come thinking mm -hmm. that it's going to be okay. And, and you get here then and you can't. But we will give those out if you want one of those as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another, I guess another thing related to the children and just coming in the library mm -hmm. is they'll just be one person or you know if it's a family into the lobby right. at a time to do the health screening so you may have to yep. stand outside for yeah we'll a try little to, bit yeah. of time potentially we just don't yeah know, we I don't guess. know at this point but she's right uh is exactly right we'll probably try to bring like if it's a mother and two kids we'll bring them in the foyer at the same time yeah but if it takes a couple of minutes to do that then you'll have to stand outside the door and wait but um, we will try to pro get you processed as soon as possible. Um, what about the computers? Because yeah. you said we have, obviously, we, we're we always so proud of having so I many know, computers because there's so many people yes. that need them. Yes. But now we, because yeah. social distancing, we don't have them in it. So if, let's say, there's lots, everybody's using the ones we have available. Right. And and we don't know how that's going to necessarily pan out, but yet. how do you perceive yeah. that might work if somebody if they're filled up right so what we're going to do is let me say this first this is what i was trying to remember and thank you jency for asking that question because it jogged it for me you will only be able to go into the computer lab by yourself you cannot take your children with you or anybody with you because we space those computers where they're social distanced of six feet so if you take somebody with you that shortens the distance between that person and, and mm -hmm. the person you bring you know be like four feet so right now we have to do the six feet so you'll have to go in the computer lab by yourself but if all the computers are full when you come to ask to use one we will take appointments that way when you come back you'll know for that we have a computer waiting for you so that's how we're going now if you come up and there's one open 
all the appointments are not filled, we'll let you use it. But only if it's filled, then you can make an appointment for later. And, you know, that's going to be even more different in the teen room, right? Yes, yeah. You know, it's, it's really crazy because we just redid the teen room to try to make more room and the children's area for more people. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been trying to do for years now is to create as much space as we can for our people to come in and use the library. And now with, with the social distancing and all, we're having to relook at it all. So the teens now have six computers in there, but in order to social distance between uh, of six feet, we're only gonna be able to let two computers, mm. you know, two, two teens on two computers for one hour each right now until, until we get to where we can be closer together. Yeah. <laughs> You know? um, so I just thought about this yeah. too. Um, well, it's escaped me. We were talking about the teen room. They won't be able to do the gaming system right. either. Yeah, right. Yeah. The gaming, and they can browse, but we're only going to be able to allow so many at one time into that space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> some people may have this question. I don't think we had talked about it earlier. How, because you've been on lots of webinars with libraries right. across the country, right. because I, I know it's concerned because yes. people touch lots of things yes. in libraries. So somebody may ask, is it a danger for to come in and take a book and let's say that book comes back mm -hmm. in and mm -hmm. let's say it's Camino Wins by John Grisham and everybody's right. on hold for that. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, that day or that afternoon, somebody yeah. else comes to get that book. What are the libraries and the research that's going into mm -hmm. that? And plus talking to Kim Tedford, what are they saying yeah. about the risks for that? You know, that's, that's the thing that really has caused us to wait as long as we have about opening because the original research said that it could live on services from three days to we've read to nine days on right. some things you know so what we were doing while we've been doing curbside is as you return th things in the book drop we would just pull the the tub that the book dropped into away from and and quarantine it you know for three days 72 hours mm -hmm. is what we've been doing but that's that's the thing is once we open we don't have the space to do that plus it wouldn't matter because if people are coming in here and touching the mm. books we don't even know which ones they've touched and which ones they haven't so my best recommendation to people the CDC just recently issued another um, announcement about it and that's what Kim from the health department and I had talked about and they're not as concerned about you catching it from a surface they say the primary way that people are catching it are from each other so they're not as concerned about catching it from surfaces. But if you are concerned about taking a book home that you don't know who, how many people's touched or how many different houses it's been in, what I would recommend is when you come to pick the book up, ask us to put it in a plastic bag for you. And then you take the plastic bag with the book in it or books in it home and let it sit mm -hmm. for three days before you take it out. Now that's gonna be hard if it's a, if it's one of our new books and right. there's a long hold list on it, you're still gonna to need to try to get it read in your two right. weeks. But you know, if you are concerned about the germs, I would say that's about the only way we're gonna be able to do it is to leave it in the bag for three days before you take it out. We are gonna offer people gloves at the front when they come in if they want them. Um, I mean, that would help some if you're going to be touching books then it would keep your germs off of the books and then also once you've went through and got what you want you can discard your gloves wash your hands 
and if you want to leave your books in the bag mm -hmm. you know it's kind of a way you can protect yourself as well but you know i guess mm -hmm. most of the books have that plastic covering on them they so do. would would you mm -hmm. say it'd be it wouldn't damage the book because somebody might think it might damage to take right. like a clorox wipe or something or um, i mean you can only on the outside on but, the outside obviously. but the honest truth is that if somebody took that book home and you you're picking it up right after mm -hmm. they brought it back they've touched every page of it yeah you're right that, right. That's what's hindered yeah. us for so long is that, you know, we could have wiped the covers. It would have been a huge job for us with this, the circulation numbers we do, mm -hmm. thousands of books literally a month. But then you've got every page they touch. Right. So Don't wipe the pages. Please don't. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. So I would just recommend that if you are concerned about the germs to, you know, wear the gloves while you're browsing. That way, when you touch them and bring them to the front, you'll have your gloves on. Ask us to put them in a plastic bag for you. And then you just discard the gloves and leave them in the plastic bag mm -hmm. for three days before you take them out to read them. Okay. That would be my recommendation. Right. Yeah. Because it's still, I mean, it's my understanding, it's still transmissible. Mm -hmm. But the CDC has just said it, they're not as concerned about right. that. But that's not the primary way. Yeah. Now, a lot of people probably know about Tennessee Reads and Hoopla, right. but do you want to just quickly mention that if they don't want to take out a physical book right. with their library card, they can, those are two yeah, great you can resources. Still, mm -hmm, all those online resources, we was pointing people to our webpage, you know, while we're, we were in quarantine, www.jmclibrary.org, or... Um, that's the best way. Go right. there and look at the e-resources tab, and there's links there to all of our different uh, e-book sources and audiobook sources, and now we have streaming video on yeah. Hoopla, and it's full movies, and you can check out how many a month? Twelve. Twelve, Twelve. a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot. That's so new that I haven't, I haven't used my quota. I haven't either. <laughs> We've been awful busy, kinda, yeah. you know, but um, some good movies from what I understand on there if you like to watch streaming. Uh, video and have the internet where you can do that. We do have some internet Wi-Fi devices. Of course, those have been a hot item, mm -hmm. but we are going to be able to add some more of those. So hopefully, the people that need them will, will have more access to those as well. But that's a great way. And as we're moving forward, we're going to be looking for more and more ways to reach our people of Jackson, Madison County, through digital means. Um, that's why we're doing this podcast, right? to spread more information and to to create our sense of community with we have with y'all when you come in and we're trying to figure out how to keep that when we're having to keep the doors actually closed and also I'll go ahead and mention that we're, we've started a story timeline oh you, yeah 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 you can call the library at 425-8600 and choose option three and you'll get to hear Miss Jennifer read a story to the kids and listen I know video's good but her voice and oh, the way no. she, she changes it's it. It's so good. Oh, it's awesome. She's just the best. I know. She's the best on that. So, um, can you think of anything? I know the Tennessee room, let me do oh, say yeah, about yeah. that, that because the space there is it's definitely tight as well. Um, they're only going to allow one hour visits for now. Um, if it's something you can do online, we prefer you wait about coming in and just come in for stuff that you can only do in our mm -hmm. in our space for now. We want you back. It's just uh, we need to 
we need to take care of the things that can't be done outside the building right now and then anything you need to do inside we welcome you back to do but we are going to have time limits on on most oh, everything <laughs> they've been both jack and evelyn have really been responsive to well they always are but yeah. a lot of people are calling in and they're mm-hmm. you know doing some of the research yes. you know some of the looking up for people yes. and uh, email mm-hmm. sending stuff to people right. uh, information by email mm-hmm. so you can still do that and you honestly can get more help from them over the phone right now than you will be able to get coming in because we've still got a social distance if you come in they're still going to have to be uh, a few feet from you they're not going to be able to sit down by you yeah. and walk you through it like they normally would so um, if it's something you can just call them and they can look up for you right now they would be more than happy to do that you know okay. yeah but we're excited yeah i know i know hardly wait. and we gotta like you said you're constantly reevaluating this right. you're constantly talking to kim tedford mm-hmm. at the health department right. you're on webinars mm-hmm. I, practically every day i've walked like past it. your office it you're listening like to a webinar if i'm not on one i'm listening yeah. to one that's already occurred <laughs> and trying to catch up on it yeah if that. you ever need to speak to donna you're gonna have to leave a message because she's yes, listening yes. to the experts every day and trying the board to, members yeah are super receptive and, oh, yeah. and they're probably more concerned and more i guess yes uh, cautious, what's the than, word? We cautious yeah. than we are about reopening because they understand how many people are in here what right. what were you saying the other day about how many people were in right before we closed yeah on the the, the week we closed on march the 18th of wednesday that monday we estimated there was 300 people mm-hmm. in here but well school is out right but school's out now as well right so the library is a wonderful place the community knows that and when our doors are open we welcome people in and people love to come here and uh, and obtain information from literacy reading the books from technology all mm-hmm. the different devices we have for you to use and also just verbally communicating and i will say uh, we didn't mention our meeting rooms so i will say that oh, yeah. right now we're still not booking the meeting rooms we are going to let a couple of the library partnership programs start back um, and I believe it will be around the 15th but it's only a couple of the library programs and it will be social distancing and it will be having to wear a face mask Mm -hmm. but we hope to get those opened up before too long as long as we all do good and do our social distancing and wear our masks where our numbers don't shoot yeah. up too high. I did remember one thing that Jennifer wanted me to remind people about. Okay. Um, if you, especially if you're a parent and you don't want to bring the kids in right. and you don't know what books you want to put on hold. So we've got for children, teens and adults, there are some Google forms awesome. that are linked on our face. They're on our Facebook page and I'm, pretty sure and if not if it's not on our website we'll get zoe but you can go there and put in your request um the age of the child some of the interests they have with books and jennifer and jesse and myself will just pull you some books so that if you don't know what you want they both really know what teens and and kids like to read so they'll just get you a book pack of those books through the form And for the adults, I've got a couple of categories of, you know, if you want a thriller, a mystery, a romance, inspirational, and you just don't know what you want, then that form is a really good way to just let us know. And then we'll just pick some out for you. And the great thing about the library is if you don't like what we pick out for you, you can bring them back. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's not like you have to go stand in a refund line. No. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that's great. I really appreciate all the work of my staff. And, and I do want to say something again, since Jensen mentioned our board, we have ha we have a wonderful mm -hmm. library board. And uh, kudos out to each one of them. That would be Elaine Christian, Glenn Vaux, Charles Baldwin, Greg Jordan, Mary Jane McWhorter, Barbara Johnson, and Amy Dietrich. Mm -hmm. They are all awesome people that uh, care about the library and making it the best that it can be so we're very thankful for the library board mm -hmm. i'm personally thankful as a staff member that they really supported us because there's a lot of fear initially with right. um, budgets and with you know being closed and mm -hmm. we were worried that you know would we still be paid were we gonna have to use vacation and they were like johnny on the spot with nope yep. you know but we did lots of stuff. I started to say. <laughs> I mean, we weren't just sitting at home. I, I don't know that y'all, they were working so hard at home. It was amazing when I compiled the list of what all we had done when we were technically off. Right. Yeah, yeah, we weren't technically yeah. off. I mean, yeah. so many, like Tina, yeah. how many webinars did she oh, listen to? Oh, my goodness. To? It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. So it's been, a, it's been a hard time for us to be away from y'all, but we've tried to better ourselves and, and reinvent some of the ways of reaching you during this time. So yep. we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And, yeah. If you have any questions, I guess you can yeah, yep. just give us Messages a Messages on Facebook, mm -hmm. and one of us is going to see the message and right, respond right. or call because we've got mm -hmm. everybody that answers the phones pretty much, you know, we know right. stuff and um, whatever other way. That's what makes us so dangerous. We know stuff. We, <laughs> we read and we know stuff. <laughs> we know stuff. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, thank y'all for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Jensie, for interviewing me where we could uh, kind of get this out. It's so much fun when I have somebody talking with me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Okay. Thanks.